introduction. Introduction. Oh my god, this is not a thing. Can we not start? with the lads. Introduction with the lads. Uh, should we address the uh, elephant in the room that we haven't addressed yet? Adam. Adam is not in the room. Adam is not in the room. He's been so replaced by the, an elephant. <laughs> when, it's the three, when it's the three of us, we're the fellas. When it's the two of us, we're the lads. I don't like lads. I like fellas, though. Fellas is a good word. But So Adam, sadly, is not here. We've recorded a couple in the same day. Because scheduling problems for all of us have meant that we ne- never get to find the time. Well, they're all busy. But we are going to try and make a bit more time. And we will get Adam on because we've got some ideas for some good topics with him. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he he is coming back. It's just We've just had a couple of weeks of no Adam. Adam. Adamless. But we've missed him. We miss you, Adam. <laughs> we miss you. What did we talk about today? <laughs> Imagine Adam doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah. I don't listen to that shit. I'm not on it. Yeah, maybe he's really, really, really vain. We talk about nightlife. Woo. Goon it. Challenging behaviours after dark. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And what inspired this? It was inspired by a couple charities. A couple of charities. But we say during the uh, main recording... Uh, that we're going to tell people about it in the outro. So let's save that for the outro. Okay. <laughs> Tommy Rai Rai. Yes. Uh, so yeah, we talk about the issues uh, surrounding... The issues. We talk about the issues. We talk about the issues. <laughs> um, another Concord's reference. Uh, talk about the issues surrounding people with a versus additional, needs. additional needs. I think, I think it's a nice... Might be wrong of us, but I think it's a nice way of covering both uh, learning disabilities and physical disabilities as additional needs. I think that's a nice. And um, yeah, surrounding going out or being out past certain times out. and things like carers, but also just we get on a bit to just other barriers that might prevent someone from feeling they can go out or want exactly. to go out. And it's, yeah, we get into the nitty gritty. Exploring your interests. Yeah. In the night. <laughs> um, well, yeah. That's pretty much it. On Twitter. Twitter. We are challenging pod. At challenging pod, I should at say. Challenging pod. Um and then Tom is at Rapid Rhino. One, two, three. And Jack is at Wasps Kill Bears. There's a story behind that. Um One day. One day. Awesome. Thank you for <laughs> enjoy the episode. Or don't. Do what you want. Sweet. going sweet tom just fell down my stairs <laughs> yeah i'm all good there so he he may babble incoherently no i'm good i'm fine uh, more so than usual oh you say um I'm that was that. savage uh you say i fell that sounds Slipped. like i sort of Slipped yeah down the stairs it wasn't it wasn't a big deal it was like a boom, 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 boom. yeah everyone does it everyone's done that at least once where you kind of go down each stair yeah it was more the fact that you were just sat at the bottom so i was it's like watching way. you <laughs> Oh, so um, recently, Tom. Thomas. Yes. You Thomas? No, I'm just a Tom. Literally just Tom. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> uh, I've been. You're Jackson. That's like, am I a Jackson? No, I'm an Ian's son. You did. My dad's called Ian. <laughs> oh, that was good. I'm Ian's son. <laughs> that was good. It was.
Uh, so recently, Tom, I've been, you know, perusing our Twitter, having a good uh, look around. What's, what is our Twitter, by the way? It's at Challenging Pod Tom. Oh, nice. Might have to go give it a follow. Yes. That was my plug. <laughs> but yes, you were perusing um, our Twitter. And someone whose name was Paul, and I can't remember his surname, I want to say Hodgson, but I don't know if I've just made it up. up in my head. Uh, Tom will look it up whilst I uh, ramble on about it. Uh, he followed us and he put us in, he was technically our 100th follower until someone unfollowed us. Um, and you got 108 now. Got 108, how about that? Um, and he put us in like a, a, a list or whatever. Um, and so this guy follows us, oh, well, who's, who's, this, who's this fellow who started following us? And I see he's involved with a charity that called Stay Up Late. Got loads of stuff going on on our Twitter. We do. Um, uh, Stay Up Late. It's a charity. They're based around uh, Brighton. And there's also another one uh, in the area that are called Gig Buddies. I'm, they're, they're connected. It's kind of like, I think Gig Buddies is like a kind of a shoot-off of Stay Up Late. And the way Gig Buddy, from what I've seen, that what Gig Buddies basically is, is uh, they, they, they pair up volunteers and uh, people with additional needs. Uh, so say there's like a certain uh, gig, uh, a band that someone with additional needs um, wants to go and see, but they can't because maybe, you know, sometimes it carers... Was- Paul Richards. Paul sorry. Richards. Oh, where did I get Hodgson from? <laughs> Paul Richards. Sorry, Paul Richards, if you're listening. Um, yeah, so it might be that uh, a person with additional needs, the the care that they are provided, um, maybe they can only have a carer that works until nine or ten, where a lot of gigs or like club nights or whatever will they'll they'll go on past that time, and they don't have the opportunity to to go to these uh, events because they don't have, they're not receiving the, the support that they kind of would need to enjoy it. Um, so gig buddies will pair, pair people up who are going, who would like have similar interests to go to these things. And I think it's quite interesting where we have a, a system, a care system in place which doesn't actually cater to the the interests of uh, people with additional needs in any kind of way, um, and it's something which they which they've got kind of it's kind of dotted around the country. There's a few places that do it, but it's not like a nationwide thing. And I was I was looking at this stuff, thinking, man, this should happen everywhere, like. I would love to do that. Like, why wouldn't yeah. you? Um, and then it got me kind of thinking about carers and the kind of care system. And why is it not sort of the the carer themselves kind of catered towards the person they are caring for? So in my head, I had like, oh, it should be like a like a like a dating system, like an online dating thing where they match up your interests. So then. You're gonna wanna. You're gonna go to these things, and you can be engaging with uh, the person you're caring for, and so that's kind of one part. And the other thing is the idea that to to like the 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 system, yeah. Uh, someone with additional needs can't really have that. The 
be involved in the things they're interested with after a certain time. Yeah. What are your um, yeah? So I mean, yeah, feelings, just to obviously, emotions. but you know, this isn't this is the system. It's not the individual carers themselves. I'm sure they, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah just I always feel like we should clarify that. And it's not like yeah. all carers are like yeah. disinterested in exactly whatever the person they might be working with might be interested in, and it would vary person to person. But yeah, I mean, like you said it really eloquently earlier, so I'm actually stealing your quote, and I don't know if you said it on mic though, where Bastard. you said you said it's kind of assumed that someone with additional needs life ends at nine or ten whereas everyone else's gets to go on as late as they choose you know and that fundamentally is not fair that's what i take from it is you know and there are great events out there and even like the idea of clubbing in general like clubbing as it sits you know that doesn't but you know just because you know, 11 till 3 in the morning, which is what most clubs are open till, yeah. or at least I'm relatively new to being 18. Most of the ones I go to are open from then. Definitely then. didn't go any beforehand, did you? I didn't, actually. I couldn't find a way in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, 11 till 3 in the morning, say, is, you know, it's a good time for some people. It's not a good time. You know, some people will be tired. Some people, you know, all sorts of reasons. So, also, it's the, the idea that actually, you know, just because someone either can't get care to be with them for that amount of time or they aren't like they're too tired or they have you know they need x amount of sleep or whatever should does that mean they suddenly hate dancing or sing along stuff or this or that you know so i mean there are like initiatives out there like um we're in contact at the moment with my life my choice about speaking to them on a podcast so we cannot yeah uh, a group of people to come and chat with us yeah so obviously but yeah, that'd be um, great. and they do they do a nightclub which yeah. I'm we'll, Stingray. yeah and we can speak I think it would be worth speaking to them about it on air so we won't yeah, but it's like so there are definitely initiatives out there like Gig Buddies like Stingray like Stay Up Late and things like that but yeah I mean it is a issue a wider issue of you know well, how do you and it's not an easy thing to solve but you know again it's essentially like deciding when someone does and doesn't need support and like valuing the times of day for everyone more yeah. than for an individual and, and obviously the environments themselves as well yeah so obviously um i've always had this kind of uh idea slash dream if you will that everyone who works in the bar would be taught sign language yeah how amazing well i think Everyone in everyone in general yeah, should be taught. That's what. But you, imagine you're in a bar, a place where it's hard to hear anyway, yeah. and you can just make your order, not a problem. And especially for those who would find that a more difficult exactly. thing to access. Um, again, and obviously you've got things like the the you've got flashing lights, loud noises, etc. There's a lot of stuff that may deter, but I think can also easily be kind of avoided or changed in certain ways yeah um just like the just having things like even with music you could still have like a silent like headphones from a silent disco even if it's there's music playing externally that kind of thing or even things like um uh ear defenders, ear defenders. so you can still hear like they there are ways around you know it's one of those ones where I, we're not saying it's be easy to sort. Oh, yeah. We're just saying like I think a know. lot of things we say. Yeah, <laughs> like we have these 
we've we've talked about idealism before, etc. Being idealist, and um, these are things the we would again. These are things we we would like to see, but we know that they're easier said than yeah. done. And they're easier, you know, it's easier to want it than for the people who can actually do anything to give a shit and do something. You know, we are, we, I'm not in a position where I could, I own a nightclub and I could make it sort of like that. So I can, yeah. I, it's easier for me to say that because I don't own one. If I owned one, I might be saying, well, actually you can't do it because da da da. And that, that's a completely different thing. So yeah. We, yeah. And again, um, so yeah, Stingray is amazing. Uh, a lot of people we work with like love it and look forward to it. But again, there it is slightly sort of almost like segregated in a way. It's like it's a specific yeah night for the people with learning disabilities, etc. And it's also from like seven till ten. Finishes at ten, and then it's, yeah, it's done. It's over with. Whereas, you know, what what would you say is an average time you go home if you go for a night out? Oh, like yeah, like I, I unless it's a terrible night. I'd, stay till the end normally so yeah, like three or something three o'clock three yeah. o'clock something like that and this brings it i mean that's so like i was saying like some people you know seven till ten suits more people than say eleven to to three does but that doesn't mean that there isn't people out there who would you know might it might get to ten and they don't necessarily don't yeah to, exactly but there's going to be some that do yeah so it's all it, it's yeah it's not as um what i would say as well is about this gig buddy thing which i think is really awesome but also interesting is that well actually you know, finding someone to go to a gig with is not necessarily as as easy for someone with additional needs as it might be for people who (laughs) don't, because actually, you know, so if I think about gigs I go to, I go with my group of friends who I met at school and we all grew up and formed the same interests. And for people with additional needs, it can often be that they don't necessarily have that many friends they hang out of outside of school or like a few things they might do in the week so it wouldn't be like we spoke yeah. about it before when i was talking about youth clubs and how they might not hate them well no but they you know they might not hang out at each other's houses yeah, exactly. which is the bulk of the time you spend listening to music with your friends and forming like music you both enjoy or as a group you enjoy but also people with additional needs i'm using uh, inverted commas um uh tend to be sort of pushed into situations where they are hanging out with like a small group of people that they are, that are like in the same situation they are in the sense of they don't necessarily have do much outside of school or this or that and that can mean that you know you you'd completely narrow down your chances of meeting someone who has the same interests as you yeah. whereas actually i at school and things like that you know you when you're not pigeonholed into these smaller groups of people who you're sort of I'm saying forced very lightly because I'm sure most of the people who, you know, I'm sure loads of people who meet meet great friends at different activities they go to that are for people with additional needs, again, in inverted commas. But I'm saying, like, you are narrowing down, you know, I've met people at all sorts of things that wouldn't necessarily be the same situations. That, like, you know, if you don't hang out at people's, if you don't get to go around and hang out at a friend's house or, like, group friends, then you might not necessarily meet, like, some random other person's friend who turns up mutual friends and relationships grow and like and i guess it's it's an issue with integration fundamentally and then but also the fact that you know finding someone to go to a gig with is also another 
hurdle which is why gig buddy is so great because actually it's pairing people it's not just getting volunteers who are like oh i'll go to a gig with someone it's actually going to gig with someone who wants to see who the same to music see as the you same thing, so exactly. we'll enjoy it like you will because actually there's there'd be nothing worse than going to a gig with someone who's just there because they're you don't want it to seem like they're there because you want to go and see have the ever, music yeah have you ever seen someone who is with a carer that um so the 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 person who is with the carers have like totally kind of engaged in what's going on whatever and then the carers kind of stood to the side yeah arms folded just exactly, like yeah. i'm here because i have to be exactly and that's that i guess is the floor like you were saying where carers and young people or adults or whoever aren't paired with people who necessarily have the same interests as them yeah. and, and obviously that is so again something is easier to be saying like this yeah of course yeah because say you're in a like work, yeah it's a company that's got like five or six carers and on staff yeah it's good there may be some niches which yeah exactly yeah um but it's and it and i was thinking earlier on like why as i was walking home um i was just thinking why is it that like um being a carer is not like a really sort of sought after job it seems would you say would you agree on that would you think would you say it's not like I've never met anyone who's like, what do you want to be when you're older? And they'd say, so they care. a carer. Yeah. yeah. It's... But obviously to us who do work in the sector, <laughs> it's like, why would, what, that, yeah. this, this kind of job's amazing. Why would you not want to do that? Yeah. Like the job, the name of the job is you're a carer. Your job is to care. And we've kind of mentioned this before, like the idea of being paid to, to care, care about something. Yeah. It should be that you care about something and you just happen to be being yeah, paid about it. Exactly. Um, it's, yeah, it's really interesting. To, it, I do find it interesting, like the idea that it's not like a job where people are like clambering, like clambering to get it because obviously, you know, it's always an interesting uh, it's a fine line between being a, their carer and their friend because um, obviously you do have a position of responsibility yeah. over them, but. I always like to think, okay, you're a carer, but your job your job is being their friend and helping them. Um, obviously, with certain boundaries in place. But what? Imagine your job was to be someone's friend. Why is everyone not like? I want that as a job to be a professional friend. I, I guess you don't come into you don't. I was, yeah, I guess it's difficult. And I mean, why? If your role is to care for them and to make them as comfortable as possible and and as happy as you can why aren't it why don't why isn't it and i know why and this is a rhetorical question but you know it should be more tailored to them you know it should be and actually that comes into what time it finishes you know if it should be more about their needs than not no it should be like i don't know yeah it's difficult and i mean there might be some people who have carers till later or some people who don't and it would vary but i mean things like gig buddies and stuff wouldn't be around. Stay up late. Yeah. The, the, the yeah. name of that charity itself is Di- derived from the fact that people, yeah, exactly. And stay up late. Let's yeah. stay up late. Yeah. Why not? Um, if, uh, if, if uh, Paul Richardson of stay up late <laughs> is listening, please do. We'd love to have you on. Yeah. Um, we'll link your Twitters in the outro. We'll say your yeah, Twitters we'll in the outro them. just cause yeah, yeah. we don't have them on hand, but if people listen to the outro, we will definitely link them. Uh, but yeah, it's, I guess fundamentally it is just, where is the, you know how it is if it's not done the correct way then it's just patronizing and sort of over the top you know even regardless of the necessity of a 
carer to make someone feel like the carer is there just because they have to be there is just fundamentally in to be honest cruel like yeah it, it, you need to obviously with the right boundaries place and everything like that you still need to make it seem like you're not you don't find the person you're caring for a burden and actually if they want to do something that you hate or dislike especially something like music like a gig and that's why i think gig buddies is doing it so perfectly is because you know if i was you know when me and my friends go to gigs we've been to you know there'll be times when i'll be like we need to go to this gig to my friends and i'll like convince them to come and then there'll be like the occasional one where they don't like it and it is an awful you feel so awkward you're oh, just yeah. like oh i feel really bad I that you've, you guys yeah exactly made you spend money on this and that's what it would feel like for the person if they're trying to go to a gig and they're just paired with any old person who's like well i'm free from that time so yeah i'll come along when actually pairing someone with someone else who loves the music yeah. is awesome because there's nothing better than being at a gig with someone Firstly, someone who can be a safe place and say, because you want to be at a gig on your own. I yeah. think it's, it's awkward being at a gig on your own. So someone you can dance with or hang out with or whatever, but also someone who is having getting as much out of it as you are. And that's kind of, you know, someone who's there fundamentally because they really want to see this band, but also there because they're there to also just keep, like, you know, care for you too. That's That would be an awesome situation yeah. to be in. I mean, and that's what, you know, it's when, when you go to a thing with your friends, say you were at a gig... And there was some kind of, I don't know, some kind of mosh pit that went yeah. very violent, and you got really injured. That's what your friends, your friends yeah. are going to be there. They're going to help you, hopefully. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and there are times as well, like, so I'd say with my kind of main group of friends or whatever, I have a very different musical taste, um, and it's something I would quite like to have as a gig buddy system where I'd be like, oh, please come with me because I like this obscure band. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. Like I'm, how many times have, has there been? Have ever been? Have there, has there ever been anything you've missed because you've been like, yeah, I've got no one to go with. Exactly. I've yeah. had so many. Yeah. I'm, if any of my friends are listening right now, you, you know bastards. what gigs. King Cruel. I bought a ticket and then no one else wanted to go, and I was like, I don't want to go, man. I've done what I've, I've called I've been out my to friends. One by myself. I've been to one gig by myself too. I think we went I to the same. Sleeping outside. Of, it was in Bristol. Yeah. It was the same <laughs> venue, but like different, like uh, years apart. Next to the some pub. But that's irrelevant. Yeah, I ended irrelevant. up sleeping outside a train station that night. <laughs> oh, well, that's... <laughs> fun night. Didn't fun happen fact. to me. I stayed at my uh, sister's, mm, so see, it was all fine. You've got connections. <laughs> um, yeah. And and it's not just gigs. We we, we kind of focus that because of gig buddies, etc. But there's so many, like, so many things. Just... A lot, also, part of growing up is the idea that actually cool things happen in even in like you know yeah you 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 know the you stay up super late or you do this or that and it's part of like you know being like just growing up and getting you know just staying up past your bedtime this and that and stuff and actually you know for people who might require one-to-one care that's not necessarily something that is open to them and it yeah. isn't and it's not as easy as just saying well you know let's employ someone or someone can hang out with them it, it actually it's more sort of difficult because you'd always have that daunting carer there because regardless of how good you get along with someone who cares for you there'll always be a carer and I guess that comes back to integration and people finding you know finding their own friends and not having friends sort of prescribed to them or given to them who also have this another level but also yeah I guess just part of staying up part of growing up and sort of yeah dicking around is is staying up too late or like doing this or that and and I guess as well this is this is actually based on nothing but my imagination. <laughs> but I always imagine, so say someone uh, did go out with their carer 
I imagine their carer may see this person have like one or two drinks and be like, nope. Okay, you've had enough now. Yeah, exactly. It's why. I mean, we, we our friends would be like, <laughs> woo! If we really, yeah. if we were like really like in a horrible state, that's when they'd be like, oh, maybe maybe you should stop now. But maybe again, this is literally. I, I'm, I, this is maybe completely wrong. And if I am wrong, please do correct me. But I just have this image of like. It's just a person in, with carers having like two drinks and the carer be like oh you need to stop that now otherwise oh it's all oh. and I mean yeah and it's you know this isn't an issue of carers like, it's not a, it's not a carer's job to sort of stay up all night because someone's throwing up all like, over the place it, if I was in that situation I would be yeah, worried if they had two exactly drinks. and it but it, why so this is <laughs> I guess this question comes directly from you know this is more of an inter- like something to do with, yeah again keep saying the word integration it's all everything we ever talk about boils down to integration but it's actually you know people people who are marginalised or on the outside of groups and stuff who don't have you know the opportunities to make friends or to go out with their friends and stuff where they can sort of drink too much or whatever because if you're going out with even with a carer or you know it's the same way as if if every single night out i've ever been on was also with someone an adult who was responsible for my (laughs) well-being i would never you know you you just you didn't have the opportunity to drink too much or take a few risks here and And there yeah exactly and it's dangerous i'm not advocating drinking a turn i'm not advocating this or that i'm just saying like imagine but do a like if you doing it right now (laughs) I guess yeah. You just it is it's sad to think about because there's not really an easy solution. But it's just like I guess where do you what do you do? And I guess there's a, a sort of preconception about people with additional needs, like not getting drunk. Yeah. One I had myself. I genuinely had this myself until I started working with adults with additional needs. I remember the first time I heard someone say like someone's like, "Oh, what did you do last night?" And it was like, oh, "I just got really drunk." And I was like, "What?" what that's a thing but i then i was yeah. like why did i not why? yeah why did i have that preconception well i guess it, because if people if it's because we don't see it yeah because they're not well i say they that's awful of me yeah. um, it's, it's, we sometimes fall, we it's fall into that trap all the time yeah. words, um, um, but because some people who are marginalized on the edge of society you know there's not the opportunity for them or they don't feel com- or confident coming to you know bars or clubs that other people might be at because also you know to get a bit more deep like hate crime is a big thing and people do experience it and you just because i mean a lot i'm guessing people are listening to this if you're going out your way to listen to something like this i doubt you commit hate crimes um but if you you just hate you hate this thing i fucking hate what these guys are saying or you or you listen to get ammunition like oh i'm gonna cuss someone down lefty lefty. (laughs) but yeah and i mean actually you know if snowflakes <laughs> but if you've ever been called a name at a bar like, you're not gonna go back to bars and if if you or if you don't have the friendship group to defend you or stand up mm-hmm. for you you know they, there is so many fundamental issues here that all stem from integration and the problems that actually not having integration causes but yeah and that's that is the issue isn't it? it's another one of the issues where you might you might you know you might drink a lot you might love staying up late you might be fine to go out without a carer you might not need a carer or whatever but actually you might not be comfortable or confident going to a club because you've had experiences before in clubs where complete dickheads have made, ruined your night yeah. and that that is just another aspect of it that actually is one that can only be solved by people sort of 
sorting themselves out like yeah. the people who are doing it not the but you know people again it's it's the everyone society be it need, needs the education on yeah. it yeah and um, it, it, the barriers in place for people all people who are marginalized but obviously we speak mostly on here about people with like disabilities and stuff the barriers in place are so complex and so deep and actually it is it, it, it is just so it makes me f- it is shameful that's what I say, you know and they are the thing is and it's not even things like hate crime and things like that they don't just come from a few evil people doing this they stem from the fact that as a society we let the we let it thrive because we keep everyone separate and we in culture in film in the way that our government talks in the people they employ who then resign but didn't get sacked in Toby Young you know we completely so often just let horrible things slide and I get and that's what breeds hate crime is there is I think um almost a fear there is especially like in a going out context particularly because obviously there's alcohol and stuff involved where you feel like if you did go up and challenge it, you might get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Which is a horrible, like, yeah, very self, oh, selfish, but, but understand, do, yeah, understandably it, selfish. You do have because to... you've got self-preservation. Yeah. You don't want to go over and be like, wait, mate, what the fuck are you doing? Because you might get yeah. glass shoved in your ass. Exactly. And it, <laughs> glacios. Isn't that Spanish glass. for goodbye? Gra- gracias. <laughs> oh, that, we just ruined a great moment on the podcast. We, we I had a really good uh, point. We were being cohesive. We, were, we hadn't made any kind of crass, crass it joke. Is, you know, and it, and it, sometimes I said the word ass. But you do have to think about it. And it I'm going to say a glass to shove up your dick, so I'm glad I went for the slightly cleaner route. But I've just spoiled it. <laughs> but I guess, yeah. And But the first step in all this is things like stay up late and gig buddies and just giving opportunities for people to get out there and have fun and just enjoy themselves and not worry about dickheads who don't think they should be there or think it would be ridiculous. And, yeah. you know, they, it's awesome and it's a great first. And we would l- genuinely love to chat yeah. to them. And one of the great, yeah, one of the great things about, if we're talking about <coughs> gigs in particular and music, is a, such an amazing way of bringing people together. Yeah. Like, think of a, you know, Depending on your tastes, you may have very niche tastes to get kind of a similar sort of uh, group of people around. Um, and a gig is an amazing place to get a very like diverse crowd of completely different people all together, all enjoying the same yeah. thing, all hopefully <laughs> enjoying the same thing. Singing, all dancing, united, singing, jamming, being one one. Uh, so one of a band I very much enjoy, and I kind of like the idea of this. Uh, a band called We're, We Are Scientists and there was one gig they did many many years ago I think it was at Reading Festival or something I think they actually got in trouble for doing this is they got everyone to tie their shoelace to like the person next to them so even if it was a stranger and you're interacting with a complete stranger yeah. in a way that you never would and I'm pretty sure I've there's probably like several gigs I've been to where people have like been like hug the person next to you and you just do and you just do because you're all there you're all part of this same thing and you're all you're all you're all in the same swinging musical boat rocking i should have said rocking musical (laughs) boat that's such an obvious cliche that i missed (laughs) but yeah that was a terrible laugh i just did it was like a cackle i was like (laughs) 
um, yeah, and uh, yeah, these are the first steps to hopefully yeah. coming back from it's it. Exactly. And it's something I want to see everywhere. everywhere. I've seen them have oh somewhere in Scotland that has a very Scottish name. Apologies, Scotland. <laughs> um, uh, and they've got one in Sydney. There's a gig buddy Sydney. Those are the three main ones I've seen. I'd love to. Like to the point where I was like, oh, I might get in touch with them. I want to organise a gig buddies, buddies Oxford. Like, and I'm sure it should be everywhere. Just why? Why is it not just a thing within the care system? Why do we have to have a yeah, charity that, yeah. that's doing this? Why is it just not a statutory? It's not statutory. I'm not, <laughs> that's the wrong word to use. But why is it not in, like ingrained yeah, into the exactly. system already? And bands as well, they should be promoting these kind of things. Like, why does, a, like, every band have, not like, a section of their MySpace? <laughs> you don't know what that is, do you? No. MySpace. No, I do not. Uh, MySpace Tom. He's young. Uh, was that you? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. I was, he. <laughs> that was you. Um, like, just a section for these kind of things. I mean, Twitter's a great place for that. Um, and we have, we're in a time now where there are so many avenues to take yeah. to get this out there um and it's something i'd love to see in our idealist yeah utopia oh. but again we're very aware the things that we say are easier said than done yeah changing attitudes is not challenging as easy as behaviors yeah, as just hmm? that they should change awesome I think that rounded think off pretty well, good. yeah. And it's a, like a nice uh, round the half an hour mark. Nice little... Are we still recording this? <laughs> yeah, we are. We've just sort of lapsed back into the real world for a second. Though. Yeah. Um, so, Tom, you know what to do. Say something cool. Yeah, Jack, something Jack cool. can you say something cool this time? Oh, I'm 28 years old. <laughs> um, That's pretty cool. Uh, what's a cool thing? Work. Gigs are cool. Gigs are cool. Gigs, gigs are cool. Gigs are cool. I think gigs are cool. Sorry, he's going to sing. <laughs> Just stop now. Do you know what that song was? No. Ebenezer Good. He's a good. He's a good. He's Ebenezer Good. The, there's a little sneaky way of saying that ecstasy, ease. Ease are good. Welcome to the 90s, Tom. <laughs> That's my cool thing to say. Welcome to the 90s. Bye. Tom just pointed to his earring, which he recently got pierced. Uh, please give any kind of feedback uh, regards to ear piercing to <laughs> at rapid rhino one two three oh. welcome to the 90s tom <laughs> that is the- i don't have a song outroduction it's the outroduction for episode 12 episode 12 Dozen, dirty dozen. We got a fucking dirty dozen. I hope you enjoyed. And uh, during it, we alluded to mentioning some twitters. Yes, I have end. them here. Uh, so we mentioned Paul Richards, not Paul Hodgson. <laughs> Paul Richards, <laughs> Paul Richards. Uh, who's the director of Stay Up Late. Um, I believe uh, his Twitter is kind of affiliated to a band he was mm-hmm. a part of or is part of, uh, which is at Heavy Underscore Load. 
there's also Gig Buddies, which is at Gig Buddies, and there's at Stay Up Late UK. All things, uh, both both charities and the man who's obviously involved with them, we have a lot of uh, respect for and time for uh, yeah. a lot of time for, and something we definitely appreciate, um, and something we'd like to see more of across the nation, the continent, the world, yeah, the galaxy, everywhere. Is there a next one up before universe? Milky Way, star, star, no. system? Milky Way. star system? Is that is a galaxy and a star system? Any I should have gone solar system. Listening? Any scientists yeah. listening? Yeah, uh, hit us up. <laughs> what about Milky? Yeah, Milky Way is a chocolate bar. <laughs> yes. So it's galaxy. Also, it's Mars, which is a planet. I only realised this today. And galaxy. Yeah. What? Twix. I'm joking. Mm. That was a joke. Um. Anyway, yeah, this episode was brought to you by. Jack and Tom. By Mars. <laughs> <laughs> no, by Jack and Tom, because Adam wasn't available this time, but he available. will be back. He will be. He's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, in that film. He, in that film. Where he Meaning says, he's, he's, he's got to the chopper. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you wanted to give us a like or a review or anything, we'd love it. If you On wanted the old to, iTunes, that is. If you wanted to email us, uh, the email is... Challenging Behaviours Podcast... At gmail.com. The website is challengingbehaviors.wordpress.com and you can leave comments on there if you'd rather. And we've got Twitters. Uh, I'm at RapidRino123. And I'm at WaspKillBears. And together, the whole gang is at ChallengingPod. ChallengingPod. So if you have anything to say... Should we set up a Facebook? I think you should, probably, yeah. That's your job. Uh, No, I can't do it. I don't know how... You've got a Facebook for Open Waves. Yeah? Not a Challenging Behaviors one. Anyway, <laughs> uh, if you have anything you want to say or anything you want to contribute to the discussion or anything you want us to discuss. Or if you want to be on. Or if you want to come on, uh, hit us up. We're open to whatever. And we've got some guests, some ideas Lovely for guests coming coming. I've got together. to do some Skype research. Yeah, we've got to do some looking into it. People want to come on are far away. And that's hard. <laughs> yeah. And we don't, but we want to make sure that we can get everyone on who can. And something like Skype would be ideal for that. But yeah, awesome. That was a horrible noise. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah. Till, till next <laughs> Your noise time. is complete. That noise has just thrown me off everything. <laughs> till next time. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>